Ladies and gentlemen, welcome your asses back to another episode of Sniffin' Lines. This is your boy, Honor Mickles. We got some shit to talk about in this one. Lots of gambling. Lots of gambling to talk about. We got the locks of the week for week 10. We got, I'm not even going to call him a special guest picker. We just got a guest picker coming on the pod. I told you guys who it was on Tuesday. We got Matthew Bandy on the pod tonight. He's trying to beat Noah's record of 8-2. and two, At least tie it so we got a tiebreaker at the end of the season. But Bandy's going to give us his best shot. He already gave me his picks. I don't think they're good enough to go 8-2. and two, So we'll see how it goes. But let's just jump right into it. We got the locks of the week. And you guys know, tied for first. We got Mr. Blake Borman at 20-7. and seven. He's 0-1 on the week though. His maxion lock... Uh, of Northern Illinois minus six was a loss. So 0 and 1 on the week for him. But his last three locks are Army at Air Force under 32. He gave an explanation. Let me read it for you. Let's make this easy. Service Academy game, no passing, draining clock. Unders are 29, 3 and 1 in these games since 2018. Gotta play the trends here. So he's going with Army at Air Force under 32. Then he's got Iowa versus Northwestern under 31. This game's at Wrigley Field. It's going to be cold. Might be a little rainy. Um, that wasn't even his explanation. I just had to throw that out there. His explanation, let's make this easy again. Two horrible offenses, neutral site, Deacon Hill, going to take two or three defensive touchdowns to hit this number. I love it. Under 31. It opened at under 29 and a half, but he got it at under 31. Then he's got Alabama minus three at home against LSU. Said this will be a great game to watch, but I'm giving the edge to Bama because of one key factor, defense. And then he said, I believe our very own Hunter Mickles, that's me, said LSU's defense was make-a-wish, and I'm riding that factor in this game. And Bama is coming off a bye week to get ready for this one. I'll trust Saban and their defense to cover this three points. He's not wrong. LSU's defense Make-a-wish defense. Their secondary, horrible. Almost as bad as USC's secondary. LSU's defense, trash. So he's going with Bama minus three, Iowa versus Northwestern under 31, and Army at Air Force under 32. Also tied for first, we got Nick Ryder sitting at 20-7. and seven. He is also, also, Jesus, 0-1 on the week. He lost his action bet which was Bowling Green minus five at home against Ball State. So 0-1 on the week. His last three locks, Iowa State minus two and a half versus Kansas. If you would have told me any time in the last decade that an Iowa State-Kansas game would have Big 12 championship implications, I would have replied, well, as long as we can limit Mason, Ellis, and Selden, and we stay out of foul trouble, we'll be okay. Niang and Monte got this. You know? That's a funny one. That's a funny one. He's talking basketball. But no, this is a night game at Trice. They're wearing all black. It's homecoming. Brock Purdy's in the house. Time to get whirly. Give me the motherfucking whirly birds, he said. So he's going with Iowa State minus 2.5 at home against Kansas. Then he's got Ole Miss minus 3 at home against Texas A&M. said, I love Ole Miss here. Everyone talks about how A&M is supposed to be this big superpower in college football. And yeah, they've got talent. They've got a head coach with a natty, but A&M has had one season with more than 10 wins since I've been alive. One. 
Money can get you nice things, but it can't always buy you wins. Give me the Rebs this weekend. They're covering this baby at home. Love this pick. I don't have it as a lock, but I have it as a bet. Ole Miss minus three. Then he's got Virginia Tech at Louisville over 48 and a half. He said this is his wild card. He kept scrolling past this game while sniffing these lines. Love it. And kept wanting to pull the trigger on Louisville, but he got cold feet. So he's taking the over, which he feels that both teams can, can that Jesus that both teams can contribute to. Louisville puts up 33 a game, and Virginia puts up 26 a game. So I hope to God on high that this goes over. Love it, love it, love it. So he's got Iowa State minus two and a half, Ole Miss minus three, Louisville Virginia Tech over 48 and a half. In third place by himself, we got Tate sitting at 16 and 11. 0-1 this week. He lost. He also had Bowling Green minus 5 at home against Ball State. That was a loss. They only won by 3. His last 3. Washington minus 3.5 at USC. He's back on the Washington betting train. This game might combine for 100. It's a battle of who can be the first to get a stop on defense. USC might not even get a stop, so he's taking the Huskies. I like this. I mean, USC, a lot of people counting them out, but their defense is just so fucking bad. Like, it's horrible. So he's taking Washington minus three and a half. Then he's got Georgia minus 15 and a half at home against Missouri. The dog, his girlfriend, Samantha, the dog is taking the dogs to cover. He's letting his girlfriend pick again since she got a win last week. So she's got Georgia minus 15 and a half versus Missouri. And his last lock, Florida State minus 21 at Pitt. Uh, Florida State's finally starting to blow teams out. And they'll, keep, they'll stay hot this week against a struggling pit team. I like it, I like it, I like it. So Tate, Washington minus 3.5, Georgia minus 15.5, Florida State minus 21. In fourth, we got Jake Healy sitting at 13, 12-2, 1-0 on the week. He won his match in bet. He had Toledo minus 15 at home against Buffalo. Winner, they won by a 17 or 18. His last three locks. Texas minus four at home against Kansas State. Oklahoma minus five and a half at Oklahoma State. And Colorado plus 13 and a half at home against Oregon State. Love it, love it, love it. Healy 13, 12, and two tied for, four, or no, fourth place by himself. In fifth place by himself, 13, 13, and one, CJ. 1 and 0 on the week. He won Central Michigan plus 6 and a half at home against Northern Illinois. Central Michigan won that game outright by 6, 37-31. So he's 1 and 0 on the week. His last 3, Troy minus 4 and a half versus South Alabama, University of South Alabama, USA. Troy minus 4 and a half. Then he's got Boston College plus 2 and a half at Syracuse. And then UTSA minus 7 and a half at North Texas. So CJ's looking to jump back into fourth place on his own. We'll see how it goes, but you guys know who's next. It's your boy, Hunter Mickles, sitting in dead last at 10-17 and 17 on the season, but I'm 1-0 on the week. I won my matching lock, over 39.5 in Ball State at Bowling Green. Locked it in. Winner, winner, winner. Love it. So I'm 1-0 and on the week, 10-17 and 17 overall. My last three locks give me Minnesota minus two at home against Illinois. You know, ever since Minnesota beat Iowa, I just, they got a good defense. They really do. Illinois' offense, not very good. 
Illinois' defense, not very good. I think Minnesota can win this game by a field goal at home. So give me Minnesota minus two. Then I got Tulsa minus three at home against Charlotte. Don't know shit about either of these teams besides Charlotte's head coach wears like a fucking cutoff tank top when he coaches sometimes. I love that, but I'm taking Tulsa because Charlotte sucks. So give me Tulsa minus three. And then my last lock of the week. I'm doing this for one reason and one reason only. It's a win-win situation for me. Iowa State minus two and a half at home against Kansas. Iowa State wins this game by three. I win a lock. Simple as that. I'll, I'll be happy. Whatever. I'll be happy. If they win by two, I'm going to punch someone in the fucking throat. Um, but if they win by three, I'll be happy. Now let's say they lose. I don't give a fuck. I'm an Iowa fan. I hope they lose. I hope I lose this lock. Fuck. I'm 10 and 17. I'm not getting first place. So fuck. I hope they lose. But I'm taking Iowa State minus two and a half just because it's a win-win situation. They win. I win a lock. They lose. They lose, and I'm happy as an Iowa fan. Simple as that. All right, those are all the locks of the week. Uh, I already said the standings. I'll say them again. Blake in first, tied for first at 20 and seven. Nick tied for first at 20 and seven. Tate third place, 16 and 11. Healy 13, 12 and two in fourth place. CJ 13, 13 and one in fifth place. And your boy Hunter Mickles at 10 and 17 in dead last. All right, those are the locks of the week. Um, we're going to jump into the guest picker segment. So I hope you guys enjoy. Here's the guest picker segment. All right, we're here with the very special guest picker. We got somebody from the Make-A-Wish Foundation. His last wish was to get on the Stiffen Lions podcast. Matthew Bandy, thanks for coming on, buddy. What's up? Glad to be here with the uh, foundation, as you said. So I don't think of that. <laughs> Not trying to get canceled today. <laughs> uh, he's he's trying to he's trying to beat Noah Schlater's record of eight and two. He uh, he was talking some mad shit about Noah, so we'll we'll see how this goes. Um, we got some interesting games. We're starting this off with Kansas State at Texas. Texas minus four. What do you got? I got Texas. Horns up, baby. I uh, horns up. You didn't. <laughs> I know the quarterback's out. I know the quarterback's out, but um, is it just a big game for Texas? And honestly, I'm just not sold on Kansas State. I can't say I've watched them a single game this year, but it's Kansas State, and I've watched Texas almost every game. And yeah, they're going to be ready to go. They're going to figure it out. They got to bounce back. They lost to Oklahoma two weeks ago or something like that. Um, three weeks ago maybe, but they're going to bounce back. They're going to be ready to go. They're not just one player, so um, yeah, their offense can be looking diverse this week, and they're going to go out there, and I think they're going to crush them. If the spread was minus nine and a half, I would still take Texas. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, all right, I'm gonna go with Texas as well. Oh shit, I'm gonna go with Texas as well. Betty said it best, you know. Little diverse on the offense this week. Um, I really like Texas to cover the four. And then up next, we got Notre Dame minus three at Clemson. This was a tough one for me. I actually went back and forth. Um, this was probably the one that took me a while to think because I think Notre Dame is one of, if not the most overrated college football team the last few years. 
but Clemson sucks this year. So <laughs> Notre Dame's covered. I did look up a little something for this one. Notre Dame's seven and two against the spread, and so they are covering. Um, I mean, they're hot right now. They lost to Louisville. That was unimpressive, but Clemson four and four. I'm sure it'll be a close game, but it means a lot more than Notre Dame to win this game. So I think they'll cover the the three points. I agree, buddy. You know, Clemson, they're dead. Nobody likes playing for that Dabo Sweeney clown anymore. Um, so, yeah, I think Notre Dame minus three is the play here. I, I already bet it. So, yeah, both going with Notre Dame minus three. Ooh, big game. I have no idea what's going to happen in this one. Missouri at Georgia. Georgia's 15.5 point favorites. Georgia. I mean, they're going to win the game. You might as well take the spread. I don't think it's going to be close. They're going to come out firing after seeing Ohio State being number one. Missouri, I mean, I'm not impressed with their schedule. I looked up their schedule, and I know they have a couple ranked wins. They beat who? Did they beat Kansas State? Who'd they beat? Yeah, Kansas they State. They had one other game um, against somebody. But, yeah, I, I don't – I mean, Georgia's going to win the game, and so I might as well take the spread. They're, I think they're the best team in the country, so – yeah, I I have Georgia as well. Missouri, ever Five since points. I bet on them to cover against LSU and they like threw a pick six or threw an interception and then LSU covered the game, I've bet against Missouri every week. Hasn't gone well, but that's okay. This is this week changes it. Georgia minus fifteen and a half for the win. I hope. <clears throat> yep. So Georgia for both of us. I think we got the same pick for every single one. Um, but Penn State minus ten at Maryland. What do you think? If you copied my picks, you could have just said so. <laughs> they're winners. I said before this, I'm going with my gut for all these. I didn't research before picking any any picks. Not the last year that I didn't change anything. So if I'm undefeated, my only worry is that people might think I'm psychic after this. So <laughs> what? Wait, what game? What game? <laughs> Penn State minus ten at Maryland. I got Penn State minus ten. I mean, Penn State. Had a close game last week, obviously. Bounced back, or didn't bounce back, but they won after the Ohio State loss. Or, yeah, the Ohio State loss. Um, they're still out on the line for them. I mean, Maryland, I haven't watched a single game all season. I didn't look anything up, but they're Maryland and it's football. Um, so, yeah, going Penn State. I don't like the spread. I wish it was nine and a half, but. It's a weird spread. A it's down game, to like nine. If I was a betting man. It's down to nine. Uh, oh, it's down to nine? Oh, I'd, I'd take the nine for sure. Sports betting is not yeah, well, the state of Florida. So. Oh, come on. You text me every day to put in bets for you, you little clown. And I, I have a bet anyway. NCAA. Uh, don't want to get investigated. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep, fair enough. If Maryland is – Maryland's a good team. I won – like four straight bets on them earlier this year, but then they've started sucking recently. So I'm going to go with Penn State just because of what they did to my dear Iowa Hawkeyes. I think they're going to do it to Maryland as well. So give me Penn State. We're, we're moving the spread to nine because that's what it's down to. So give me Penn State minus nine. Who's there? Is Tua's brother their quarterback? Is he gone now? Yeah, Talia. Well, he's no Tua, so yeah, give me Penn State. <laughs> he is no Tua. He'll never live down that five interception game against Iowa two years ago. Fucking clown. Okay. Oklahoma minus six at Oklahoma State. 
I could care less about this game. Fuck the Bedlam. I hate this that, rivalry. That makes that makes one of us. I play, or I'm going to the Oklahoma State UCF game next weekend. So I want an Oklahoma Ooh. State team that's got something to play for, even though I hope they crush UCF. Um, so yeah, Oklahoma State plus what six? Yeah, yeah, plus six. Oklahoma obviously big loss to Kansas last week. Um, I just. I think it'll be close games rivalry. Oklahoma State's at home, and I want them to win. So that's my that's my theory. But yeah, and I got they've got uh what's his face at coaching the dude that had the mullet. Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. Yeah, yeah. Mike Gundy will figure it out. Fair enough. You know, I'm just I had Oklahoma State, but just so I don't pick the same pick as you, I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. Also, just because I have Dylan Gabriel as a Heisman winner from before the season, and the only way that happens is if they win out and he plays like a fucking rock star. So give me Oklahoma minus six, um, and Dylan Gabriel to throw for like four hundred and fifty yards. Hopefully, that's a good pick. Think of my emotions there. What I hope that happens though, it's probably a good pick. Mm, yeah, who knows? Fucking fuck that rivalry. Anyways, you were waiting for this pick. You wanted to talk about this one for some odd reason. We got. Kansas at Iowa State. Iowa State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you got? When I saw Iowa State was favored in this game, if again, if I was a betting man and I had a mortgage, <laughs> I would take out my mortgage and I would put it on Kansas' money line. Kansas just beat Oklahoma. Iowa State is, in case any of you don't know, Noah Schlater. Noah Schlater is <laughs> an Iowa State fan. Um, he's a good guy. I don't want to say too much bad against him, but he's going to be whining and crying and saying some stuff in our group chat, I'm sure, after this weekend, and I'm going to be t- saying it right back. So, Kansas, I don't know how, honestly, you can probably enlighten me a little better. I haven't watched Iowa State since they lost to Iowa, but I've watched Iowa every week. So the fact that they lost to Iowa tells me everything I need to know after Kansas beat Oklahoma. So <laughs> I've definitely got Kansas. You know, Iowa State has played better ever since that fucking little short Mexican guy um, told Matt Campbell that he was on the hot seat. They've played a little better, but um, got fired up. I have Iowa State. I yeah, he got them all fired up. He wanted to fight the guy. He looked a little racist, if you ask me. But anyways, um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, Iowa State. They played better. I have Iowa State as a lock this week just because it's a win-win situation for me. If they win, I win a lock. If they lose, I'm a happy man. So, But for the sake of the guest picker, I'm going with Kansas because I actually think Kansas wins the game. Mm-hmm. Jason mm-hmm. Bean, the quarterback for Kansas, he's better than Rocco Beck, that little clown show for Iowa State. They're going to let Rocco cook a little too much this week, and those Kansas Jayhawks are going to take advantage of him. And sh- I'm just gonna end it there. Um, they're gonna take advantage of them. Let's just say, all I'm gonna say, players are still betting. They're probably betting against themselves this week. I would There's think so. They'd be dumb not to. We'll see though. <laughs> when they when they win by double digits, then I'll go. Am I? Yeah, be, we'll look a little dumb, but <laughs> I'll I'll cancel the podcast if Iowa State wins by 14 yeah. or more. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, Washington minus three and a half at USC. 
What are you thinking, Mr. Bandy? I like Washington. They're, Washington has a lot to play for. USC, I mean, their offense is amazing. Their defense is so bad. It seems like every time I've watched them play, it's 45 to 45 or something like that against unranked teams. Um, yeah, Washington's undefeated. They beat Oregon. Caleb Williams has his eyes probably on the NFL at this point, or at least a little more they did. And uh, they also they lost another game, too, by quite a bit. So, yeah, I, I don't like USC. I think their season's probably down the drain. Washington has a lot to play for. They're just out of the football playoffs right now. So um, I like Washington. Very smart pick. Very smart pick, Bandy. I like Washington to win by four or more just because USC's defense is fucking horrible. It's – just like from where you're from, it's a make-a-wish defense. It truly is. They couldn't stop a grandma trying to cross the street. Um, so give me Washington to win by four. I have no idea what that means, but just keep going. <laughs> I don't know either. I just kind of said it. Uh, Washington minus three and a half for both of us. Uh, we got to get out of here before we start spewing off some bullshit. Um, LSU at Alabama. Alabama minus three. What do you got? Ooh, I've – I've got Alabama. I actually uh, went to an Alabama game earlier this season against USF, and it was a close game. And watching that, it looked I like a lot of fun. It, it was a little rain delay. Got bought the cheapest tickets in the house. Ended up in the second row because you know rich people couldn't hang in the in the weather. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Alabama. That they looked like the worst team, the worst Alabama team I've seen before. But they really figured out recently, and they're coming to Alabama. Alabama's and they've got a lot to play for still, and LSU, I just – I like LSU, but they always just seem to lose one or two games that they needed to win. So, yeah, I just – I think Saban and Alabama will figure it out, get the job done, especially playing at home. God, you're such a smart man ever since you moved to Florida. I am going to pick Alabama minus three as well. Uh, just like USC, LSU's defense is make-a-wish as well. They're horrible. Uh, their secondary is horrendous. Like I said four weeks ago, or five weeks, six, whatever, their secondary lines up in wrong places. It's the funniest thing to watch. Um, there's two wide receivers on one side. They only put one cornerback over there because, like I said, they're make-a-wish. Um, like, so give uh, me Alabama Riley. minus three. They look like what? Riley Collins trying to play Madden. <laughs> I hope Riley listens to this pod. He probably doesn't since he's a little religion teacher now. Um, he's probably not allowed. Actually. But yeah, – yeah, <laughs> probably not. Um, ever since he threw his own tennis match. I'm just kidding. If anybody ever hears that, he didn't actually do that. Uh, we told him to, but he didn't. Um, but, yeah, Alabama minus three for the both of us. Um, two more. We got UCLA minus two and a half at Arizona up first. What do you got? Oh, I, I actually love this game. I love Arizona. Um, it's a random team that I followed a little bit only because I – was watching ESPN one day and they someone was ranting about them in a good way, so I just looked some stuff up and um, last week and then they end up be, being Oregon State, but they've got some good wins. They've got some really close games, um, and yeah, I, I watched a little bit of the UCLA UCLA game against Colorado. I wasn't that impressed, but um, yeah, Arizona they lost an OT to USC, close game against Washington, uh, one last week against the ranked team, so they're the hot hand and they're playing at home. I think they uh they got this one. You know, God, we're agreeing on everything. I love Arizona at home. 
I said it last week. I said it a few weeks before that. The Pac-12 is a home team conference. Whoever's at home, besides that USC game, fuck that. That doesn't count. The USC at home means nothing. The fact that went over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, just give me the home team in the Pac-12 besides USC because nobody goes to their game, so there's no home field advantage. So give me Arizona plus two and a half. They win that game outright. They're a good team. Good enough. Going to be ranked after this week. you goddamn right. So is this next team we're talking about, even though their offense is horrendous. We got Iowa minus five versus Northwestern at Wrigley Field. This is going to be an interesting game. The over-under opened at 29 and a half. I, yeah. it's gonna, what, do you, what do you think happens here, buddy? Brian Ferentz is a martyr. He did nothing wrong. He did one more season in the playoffs. <laughs> Obviously, I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just want the Hawks because, geez, who knows? Honestly, it's all favoritism. Who knows if the Hawkeyes will pull out or they'll choke and lose this game. They should win. Um, they should be fired up with some changes happening now in the coaching staff. But, God, who knows? I just hope they win. So, that's all. That's all I've got to say about that. That one. Still some, they still are playing to whoever in the West wants to get crushed in the Big Ten Championship. So the, I guess we mm-hmm. want to make that still. But. Yeah, hey, I mean, with the news coming out of Michigan, Hawks might be 2021 Big Ten champs. They might have to forfeit their Big Ten true? Championship to us. There's a chance if it comes out that if they end up punishing them, they might have to forfeit the Big Ten Championship, Jeez. and the Hawks will get one. Yeah, um, I didn't think it could get any more of an Iowa win than what we've seen before, but that might do it. Just get crushed in the yeah, big you know. game and then end up winning because the other team cheated in a, probably a game that didn't matter at all. In that well, cheating didn't matter at all. That's, that's why I think Iowa's offense has been so bad lately because that Connor Stallions guy was so scared of Brian Ferentz's high-powered offense, and he's been leaking our signs to every team we've ever right. played. So it's just been yeah. it's been tough. Were you at? Were you? We've, at we've had to run it up the middle. Yeah, at? I was at the Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I can only imagine. That was the only bad part about moving down here is in the cold weather. Is I didn't get uh, to connect at all this year, but it might be a good thing because if I was at that game, I don't know what I would have done. I was on a plane actually, and I was standing up. I jumped the bathroom, and it was not from. The plane wasn't from or to Iowa. So let's just say no one on the plane cared about that game. I was streaming it on my phone. <laughs> and I thought they were going to have to kick me off the plane. <laughs> I was just jumping around my seat before I half asleep at that night or whatever time of day it was. But, yeah, that was uh, we don't need to talk about that. That's in the past. <laughs> people, uh, I'm not going to say it, but people thought you were uh, just, you were a threat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there was um, an air marshal, I might have been put on the list. <laughs> I'm going with Iowa minus five. Um, oh, I forgot to say, some Minnesota assistant coach got decked in the head by a beer can that someone threw from like 20 rows up. <laughs> I have I was at a Northwestern game, speaking of them, in like 2016 or something, something like that, and the refs were terrible that game too, and people were throwing water bottles on the field. This was obviously way worse than that, but um, – we won that game if we were throwing water bottles on the field. But, yeah, I expected that. I can't say I approve of it, but I wasn't. Oh, uh, yes, you do. I wasn't 
We'll just stay. We'll just abstain from anything there. <laughs> I'll get yelled at by my mother. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure she'll listen to this one. Um, yeah. She listens to every one of my pods. Actually, she <laughs> messages yeah. me after every one and says, "Great podcast tonight, Hunter." Yeah, she's, she's my number she one knows, fan. She knows how to text and call on her phone, so I highly doubt that she knows. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Whatever. You you think what you want. Um, okay. Well, we had a successful guest picker segment there. Um, again, thank you to the Make a Wish Foundation for letting Matt have his one last wish. Um, he wanted to be a guest on Sniffing Lines, and we made it happen. Matt, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. What? There's ten games, right? That was ten games. Yep. Nine yep. and one. Yep. I'm calling it now. Nine and one. Okay, well, that's off. But nine and one. Noah's going down. I can't believe he's eight and two. If you've ever heard that kid try to formulate a sentence after three beers, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But uh, we'll, see. we'll see. Plenty, plenty of talk about Noah Schlater. I hope you guys tie and you get to go head to head in the tiebreaker at the end of the year. I hope so too. He was it too. He rubbed me the wrong way talking about the Hawkeyes this past weekend in our group chat. So Yeah, that fucking guy. No, the tiebreaker is uh you guys gotta chug twelve beers and then you gotta pick the conference champions. That's my tiebreaker. So I think you'll be fine because Noah will be passed out in his own puke by by beer six. <laughs> we'll be picking the cyclones. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay, well New Year's Eve uh New Year's Eve special. <laughs> It'll be a fun one. Okay, buddy. Thank you so much for coming on, Matthew. All right. Shout out, Matthew, for coming on the pod. Appreciate you coming on, buddy. That was a, that was a fun one. <laughs> Talked a lot of bullshit there, but, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. All right. We're going to end this one here quick, but first I'm going to read you guys off the rest of my bets. As you guys know, I'm, what, 92... 70 92 86 and 3 on the season with my bet uh, with my bets so these are my bets for the week we're starting off Texas Tech minus 3 at home against TCU Duke minus 6 and a half at home against Wake Forest over 42 in Colorado State at Wyoming Notre Dame minus 3 at Clemson Jacksonville State plus 15 and a half at South Carolina Mississippi minus 3 Nebraska minus 3 Nebraska at Michigan State over 34.5, Wisconsin minus 9.5, Georgia Tech plus 2, Utah minus 11, over 33 in Army at Air Force, Coastal Carolina money line, their spreads minus 0.5, um, Tulane minus 15.5, Louisville minus 9.5, Baylor minus 4, over 51 in Penn State at Maryland, Iowa minus 5. Tall, or no, that's a lock. Um, under 71 in Georgia Southern at Texas State. Appalachian State minus three and a half. New Mexico State minus three. BYU plus 10. Over 73 and a half in Washington at USC. SMU minus 10 and a half. Alabama minus three. And Washington State minus 13 and a half. All right, guys. A lot of bets this week. We talked about a lot on this pod. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. This was another episode of Sniffin' Lines. Peace.